0: to an audio newspaper full of very unserious, partially real stories that the world needs to hear. More listening and less reading than a newspaper, but equally as sexy. This is Paper News Out Loud. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Diane Weathersby.
1: Hello and good morning. I'm your co-host, Florence Strumsby. Thank you for listening to Paper News Out Loud.
0: Um, uh, hello? Uh, Hi. Uh, is this, is this the thingy I talked to? Is this how this works? I can't remember. It's It's been so long.
1: Like literally my computer absorbed my microphone- nope. My desk absorbed my microphone into it because it was like grown- like you know when things get overgrown in mm-hmm. cities. That's what happened. But with it my microphone. It grew right into the desk. Right into it.
0: That's kind of inconvenient. Now you can't ever move again.
1: Or my desk. It's fine. I live here now. <laughs> Literally.
0: You live in your desk. Did you also grow into your desk? <laughs> Alright, well anyway, all all jokes aside, uh, we missed a week because I spent a good portion of my life in some sort of moving vehicle at pretty much all times for a solid week. It, that's at least what it felt like. Plus, I was like packing and all that annoying stuff one does when preparing to jump through a hole in the void to try to get back home. Um, and also, Florence contracted a deadly disease. Would you like to tell the people about your deadly illness you almost died from?
1: <laughs> well, it's not, you know, most doctors wouldn't consider it deadly, but as dramatic as I have been, I am going to consider it deadly. Mm-hmm. I have bronchitis. So when the jokes get too good, I might start coughing and we'll see what happens. It's not a big deal. I'm just I might. slowly dying. <laughs> I might accidentally kill
0: Florence with how funny I am all the time.
1: Live on air. You only hear it here on paper news out loud. One of the co hosts dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Live deaths. Fun stuff. Anyway, uh, the the jump through the void hole portal um, took me, like, it didn't take me right home. It took me through, like, the Badlands of South Dakota, which is pretty cool. And then it, like, dropped me at an airport, and I got on a plane, it went to Max FunCon in California. Um,. Planes are the coolest thing to have ever been invented or exist. Sounds and yeah, Max was is pretty cool too. If you don't know, which I can't imagine you don't, Maximum Fun is a network. We're not on it, unfortunately. Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding to our real network.
0: Yeah. Oh what yeah. <laughs> wait, what were they called? Our network is also cool, but they don't have a convention yet but anyway so it's just like a convention for people who are fans of max i got to meet some cool people like um allison becker who plays Sean and mulway Tweep on parks and rec all that cool stuff jesse thorne the head of the network it was really cool It was super fun i do super recommend it if you can afford it it's really awesome um do you want to hit something Put
1: plug in your life, what, what have you been oh, up to? Oh yeah. man. Oh gosh. Well we already talked about the bronchitis. So yep. that's pretty much been all consuming for me. Mm-hmm. Diana's back in the Midwest. So those are the two big things that happened in my life lately.
0: <laughs> one really good thing and one really bad thing. Let the you bronchitis is the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we could probably spend a long time just talking about our lives. Like, uh,
1: like a podcast vlog, but it's not a video blog. It's yeah, an audio blog. Some people yeah. call them a podcast.
0: But that's not this kind of program. And maybe you're wondering, you know, you're this far on the show. Well, what kind of program is it exactly? Well, that's a great question. And I'm not really sure if you could actually find a way to answer that. I would be all ears. I'd be really grateful for that. So uh, here we go. So now that I've been to Max FunCon, I have infinite podcasting knowledge because that's like one of the door prizes when you get there is just all other podcasting knowledge. So I thought we'd try a new thing where we preview the episode like Ooh. a real new show and then make it all like tantalizing so you mm-hmm. know what you're getting into and maybe you'll stick around or it'll give you a chance to jump ship and save yourself in mm-hmm. case this is not what you're into. So, uh, here, should we practice our radio announcer voices? We can each take a hit at it, take a run at it. We could alternate words. No, sentences. Words.
1: Sentences. (laughs) Sentences. We don't need
0: chaos. (laughs) Coming up today, we have a distressed listener looking to become prom royalty and take over the world.
1: Before that, we'll discuss exactly how those big planes work, and make sure to stick around for the classifieds, because we got some real red juicy ones for you today. <laughs> Can't be a... F- <laughs> nope. Nope.
0: <laughs> All this and more coming up on Paper News All Loud, just in case you forgot what you were listening to. Let us know how that went. Um, but anyway, before we get to our headline topic today, I would like to issue a correction. In a previous episode, we talked about duvets and hadn't the slightest idea as to what they actually were. Well, a loyal listener and good friend named Caitlin, hi Caitlin, informed me that is an, it is in fact pronounced duvena and That's is a real. feeling you get when you can't remember if you turn the oven off or not. Thank you for informing us of that. We appreciate any opportunities to improve our knowledge. Anyway, so as I just said, I flew on a plane. It was super cool. It was the best day of my life. Two of them. Two best days of my life. And on the way home, I got to sit by the window and we like took off over the ocean and like we turned and I was like looking into the ocean. It was the coolest thing ever. Anyway, so a lot of people are shocked when I tell them that I flew on an airplane for the first time that last week. They say, Diane, what did your family do for vacations? I always smile mysteriously, pause, look off into the distance wistfully, and then change the subject. My childhood modes of transportation are none of their concern and none of yours either, so quit asking. It's none of your business that turtles pulled me to my destinations and that swamps were the destination. For your information, swamps have the best lazy rivers. Fact. Anyway, as a result of only vacationing within two hours of my home, I had no idea how plane work. I was sitting there on the plane wondering myself, how plane work? Then, I asked people around me, hey, how plane work? No answer. I couldn't believe all these people were just sitting in the belly of this giant metal bird trapped with me for three hours and couldn't even tell me how plane work. I was sitting there musing because I didn't pay for the in-flight Wi-Fi, because that's a giant ripoff, Such and lastly, my thoughts were occupied by musing. I thought about all the people that I would never meet that I was relying on to get me From Minneapolis to California safely and back again. How all these people had to come together and do their jobs to make sure that I didn't die horribly 39,000 feet above the surface of the earth. It is really incredible how civilization works together to do that. Like all the things that have to come together, like even like living in your house, your apartment, like all the people that had to build everything, put it all together, get the materials. You'll never know them, probably. It's wild. It's fun to think about your small place in the earth and how you do that for other people too.
1: And how insignificant you are.
0: (laughs) And how completely significant you actually are. So while I was musing, I made it my personal mission to find out how that big plane worked. A cursory Google search told me that it was science that made plane work. That was my suspicion, but I wanted to know what kind of science. Biology, chemistry, geology, witchcraft, astrology. I had to know more. Since you probably don't know how the big plane work either, I've compiled my research into one very easy listening format, which is here and now. So this is a very brief introduction into how the big plane work. So the jet engines and the wings have to work together in perfect harmony. So jet engines make the plane go, which if you have sat in a plane, you know how loud they are and um, things. So they're similar to a car engine, but also not similar at all. The engine needs fuel and powers the plane. The jet engine moves the airplane forward at a ridiculous speed. The engines don't make the plane fly, but the forward motion causes rapid air movement. Just like if you run really fast. If you put your arms behind you like Nero- Naruto? Naruto?
1: Like any anime character running <laughs>
0: any anime character running, you can feel the whooshing of the air. Anyway, so the movement of air over and under the wings causes lift, and that's what gets the plane off the ground. The engine moves the plane forward, and the wings move the plane upward. There's definitely more calculations involved, but that's like the basic premise how the planes get up in the air. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the design of the wing is also really technical, with all its glorious curves, and it makes the air move differently above and below it. So the air pressure changes around the wings where the pressure under the wing increases while the pressure above the wing decreases from that moving air. So the curvature of the wing causes the air above it, so the um, wing like curves down. So the air above it has to stretch to cover more area and occupy more space, and that lowers the pressure, so there's not as much pressure above the wing. And then the air under the wing gets, I think it's like more compressed, or there's just more air, whatever, but the pressure is raised underneath the wing. So the pressure under the wing... Combined with the lower pressure above the wing causes the lift, and that's what pushes, not really put, yeah, kind of pushes the wing up in the air. Anyway, so there's that, it's There's obviously more to it than that, but that's like the very basics of how the plane gets into the air, as far as my understanding of this website's explanation goes.
1: Like, obviously that's excluding all the troll magic and, you know, the basic anti-gravity that happens in the clouds, things like that,
0: of course. The deals you make with, you know, ancient spirits, Mm -hmm. things like that before the plane takes off. This is just the science side of what goes on with the plane. But yeah, it was like the coolest experience of my entire life, and it was super fun, and I really, really liked it.
1: You flew like a bird person.
0: Like a bird person inside of a metal bird thing, which I'm assuming that, see, when I first looked into it, I was thinking that planes like evolved as a type of bird.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is just a final evolution, the fastest bird yeah. in the entire world.
0: Like it's just the carcass of um, a dead giant bird that we've been using, which would be horrifying. But, I mean, it was pretty cool, so I'm not going to complain. So, as I moved into my new home, I was disappointed to find that there was no indoor swamp in the basement, like the advertisement has stated. With heavy heart, I started unloading boxes. When I went to the closet to put away my collection of lava lamps, I was delighted to find that it led to the same darkened alley I'd grown fond of, and that there was a fresh posting of classifieds waiting for me. Ooh! Wanted. Someone to domesticate a bison. They just look so cool to ride. Have you ever seen one? Me neither, but I like the idea of it. I had a dream once where I was riding one to work and everyone respected me. Even Dave, even Dave respected me. Dave! (laughs) Must be willing to sign a waiver and be paid in tater tot hot dish. I will be responsible for choosing the bison.
1: For sale. One rusty hook stolen off the stump arm of the infamous pirate Pachyvon Pegleg, haunted by the devious pirate himself. A great gift for any pirate enthusiast. Please only contact me via message in a bottle.
0: Hiring. Freelance architects. Have you ever dreamed of building something? Do you want to try your hand at balancing steel beams? Does the idea of working without the proper permits excite you? No experience? No problem. Come work for Humpty Dumpty Builders, where human lives are second
1: to innovation. Community event Stew's Stewapalooza. It's that time of the year again, folks. In the sweltering summer months of June, we all join under the first full moon of the season for Stewapalooza. Bring your tasty, steamiest stew to enter in our Stew or You stew cooking contest, where you will face off against Stew himself in a battle of the broth for all ages. Stu is not responsible for any incidents as of heat stroke.
0: Small business opening. Symbols and symbols. We have symbols covered in symbols. We have symbolic symbols to crash symbolically. Everything means something and something means nothing at symbols and symbols. For all your band and literature needs. Help wanted. I've recently been the subject of a lab experiment gone wrong. And on my way home from that, I was cursed. I need an anti curse potion immediately. If you have any suggestions, I'm all ears. Literally. I've been cursed, so every part of me is covered in ears. Please help. I can hear thoughts. Mostly the thoughts of a forgotten deity. I don't know what world or reality she ruled, but she is angry. She is so angry. What a bunch of fun postings! I know I'm interested in the angry god one. Remember to respond to these, as you always do, by shouting your deepest insecurities into your pillow at sunset and then lighting it on fire. The poster of the classified will contact you shortly. Many of you were sleeping soundly in your beds for the past month, blissfully unaware that the universe was to be changed forever. The Galactic Naming Committee, Ask the World, Twitter to suggest new names for the moon, so we have a common name to unite under and further ask earthlings to vote on those names in a poll that was as scientific as it was fun. As all the best things are, it wasn't reported on by any major news outlets and just quietly existed until it expired just five short days later. It will now fade into the vastness of the internet buried in a mass of cat videos and food pics. The options for the new official name of the moon were as follows. Lil Bud, the God of Cheeses, Smaller, Secret Earth, and Leonard. Without further ado and ramblings, I am pleased to have the honor of revealing to you that the new official name of the moon will forever be... Lil Bud.
1: Woo! Yeah, Lil Bud! Woo!
0: Victory! Woo! Congratulations, world, and congratulations, moon, or should I say... Little Bud for that sweet name. I personally enjoyed Leonard the most, but democracy won out, and Little Bud is fantastic. To help you with the transition, we've taken the liberty of replacing the word "moon" and popular quotes about the moon with its new name, and also with the runners-up because honestly, they were just also fun. Uh, Side note, I did this on my personal Twitter and lost about three followers. That's okay. Artists are never appreciated in their own time. So if I could get three new followers because of this exact thing, that would restore balance to the force. And don't you want the force to be balanced?
1: Otherwise we tumble into chaos. People go out and follow Diane, damn it.
0: (laughs) Follow me. Follow me. Anyway, here are the new moon quotes thusly. Lil Bud lives in the lining of your skin. Pablo Neruda.
1: The god of cheeses puts on an elegant show, different every time in shape, color, and nuance. Arthur Smith.
0: Aim for Leonard. If you miss, you'll land among the stars.
1: Everyone is a Lil Bud and has a dark side which he never shows to anybody. Mark Twain.
0: Yours is the light by which my spirit's born. You are my sun, my smaller secret earth, and all my stars. E. E. Cummings.
1: That one's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, this made me think okay, so you know the popular series of books, Twilight by Stephanie Meyer? The yeah. second book would be called New Little <laughs> 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 oh, Just She so so doesn't have me. the power as New <laughs> Moon.
0: No, I think. Well, What would be better? New Lil' Bud, New God of Cheeses, New Smaller Secret Earth, or New Leonard? <laughs> new Leonard. <laughs> Twilight. New Leonard. Eclipse. <laughs> and the last one, I can't remember anymore. Breaking Dawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the last one.
1: Lil' Bud Light drowns out all of the brightest stars. J.R.R. R. Tolkien, The Lord of the Rings.
0: I love that Moonlight It's now called Lil Bud Light.
1: Sounds like a drink.
0: <laughs> Does it? It's like a <laughs> like, miniature beer. Like beer? Like, like those
1: mini sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it was an unexpected and welcome surprise for sure. Like, I didn't think of it until I replaced the word moon in the word Moonlight with Little Bud. So fun. Well, and that's probably enough for one day. If you happen upon any other ones that are really juicy and good, then please, for the love of the god of cheeses, tweet them at us, because I need the entertainment. And also, thanks to all those who participated in our poll.
1: Today, while cleaning out my gutter of fallen leaves, twigs, and space junk that had come crashing into planet Earth, I found that there was a small civilization that had inhabited the gutters. There was a gas station, Hardee's, and a very cheery-looking schoolhouse all the people stood up and began to wave at me. One of their small, adorable billboards read, Dear Florence and Diane, I was born to be prom royalty. Since I do not live in a country with a monarchy, I cannot become an actual royal leader. But I just feel like there needs to be some role out there that I can happily rule in and use it to build my resume to submit when I start my Kickstarter to take over the world. Any help will be greatly appreciated. Much thanks, Born to Rule. Well-born to rule, it sounds like you have some pretty big dreams hatching in your brain. That's awesome. It's important to have a clear, well-defined step to lead you to your final goal. Now, being from the Midwest of the United States of America, the only royalty I can think of is prom royalty. So that's as good a place as any to get your start as a leader. Not to mention, learn some tactics for when you take over the world along the way. Just to be safe. We reached out to WikiHow to help us help you. This is part of the four-year become prom royalty plan. This is just a basic overview. For more information, please purchase their book available on Amazon.com for your prom royalty plan. By Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Befriend as many people as possible. Nothing says getting voted for prom royalty like weaseling your way into every friendship that you possibly can. There are really two schools of thought here. One, you can genuinely respect your peers, get to learn more about them, their likes, dislikes, respect them as human beings. Or two, you can start evil scheme numero uno, fast track to friendship. Start by learning all of your peers' deepest, darkest secrets. I would recommend referencing your school's yearbook as a guide. Then leave menacing handwritten notes in their lockers threatening to reveal their secrets at band practice if they don't align themselves with you. I would recommend starting this scheme three years before it's time for prom election. That way some of the fear can subside. 2. Involve yourself in different activities. It sounds like you might have a very unique skill set of being an aggressive leader. It might be difficult for you to find the perfect club to hone these skills. I would recommend the debate team or future business leaders of America. Both will teach you how to improve your world leader skills as well as show how involved you are in school. Your accomplices, I mean friends, will be impressed and admire you for your strong work ethic. Number three, be a role model. Role model is just a socially acceptable way to say that you can easily capture the attention of your peers and guide them to becoming the army that you need. Parents will look at you and be like, damn, That kid is a good role model. Our child should hang out with them. And then even the parents will be pushing little minions towards you. If you want to take it a step further, use role model as the code word amongst your closest accomplices. They'll know that you are referring to your desire to take over the school and then the world. Four, stay out of trouble. There's no denying that you might have some sinister qualities and clearly you have a goal that some might view in a negative light. This may be your biggest challenge. This is important just like being a role model is important. In order to gather all the votes you can, you want to make sure you have a squeaky clean record for the time being. Things like cheating on tests and drawing cryptic symbols on the school's walls could really jeopardize your chances of getting elected or even put you in a position where you can't be elected. So you gotta watch out for that. Number five, be on the prom committee. Start on the inside. You might know this, but there are several gruesome and strenuous physical tasks that one must complete if they want to be accepted by the prom committee, which is typically made up of five to 10 rabid students who the school has replaced many of their limbs and organs with mechanical replacements. Train yourself to be better by hitting the gym, drinking lots of water, and stranding yourself in the woods at random so you can learn those ever so vital survival skills. Just be safe, always carry trail mix with you just in case you need to flee town into the wilderness fast after a negative interaction with the committee. You'll do fine though, that is the easy part of the process. 6. Get nominated. High school prom is a very complex and political climate. It's hard to say whether or not you'll get nominated. Just imagine the chaos the world would fall into if everyone voted for themselves and no one would be nominated for prom royalty. Schools would turn to chaos. Everything would be run Lord of the Flies style. And honestly, who knows who would be thrown off a cliff? When navigating this fine line, form alliances with those you consider closest to you. Remember, bribery is not allowed, but you can trade your nomination for their nomination or clean out their locker. Whatever it takes to get your name on that list. 7. Start campaigning. Excellent. You've convinced enough fools to nominate you so you're officially in the running. Time to start your propaganda blitz on your school. Start by making some positive posters to hang on your locker and on every computer screen in school. Now you have their attention. Throw flyers in the hallway and cafeteria during the busiest parts of the day. They are surrounded by you. Sneak into each and every student's home and whisper your name over and over again in their ears while they sleep. Their whole life is you. Their only choice will be to vote for you since they can't seem to get you out of their head. Number eight, get the word out there. If you really want to step up, have your minions, I mean friends, help you campaign. They might have access to clubs and underground dance battles that you can't infiltrate. Make those friendships you earned early in the school year mean something and make you successful. Nine, dress the part. Wearing traditional prom attire will make you stand out amongst your peers and really flag you as someone who deserves a position. Some examples of traditional prom clothing are brightly colored fedoras, feather boas, layered suit jackets, and thigh-high leather boots. That'll definitely catch some people's eyes. Ha <laughs> 10. Find the perfect dress or tux. It's important to be photo ready since your climb to power will be well documented on prom night. Wear something that makes you stand out line your entire outfit with reflective strips so that whenever anyone takes a picture with a flash you glow in the background like a beacon of hope a positive light for the future eleven have a great time even if you have plans for world domination you still deserve to have some fun twelve be gracious whether you win or lose now isn't the time to fall into a frenzy and plan the usurping of the crown royalty there are still plenty of regal opportunities for you at your high school. And now you have some name recognition. Maybe give Student Body President a try. Either way, you're on the fast track to taking over the world.
0: And if all else fails, watch Game of Thrones for tips. That's a pretty surefire way to make sure that you end up on the Iron Throne.
1: The Iron Throne of Prom Night, <laughs> The Prom Throne. It's just made out of hormones and, like, Snapchat filters. It's
0: completely intangible.
1: (laughs) Maybe prom was an illusion the whole time. Maybe the real treasure was the friendships that we made along the way. Okay. (laughs) Well, you may or may not have known this, but recently it was National Cheese Day. I know this because BuzzFeed posted several pictures of grilled cheese on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I know, right? As you know... Cheese is a health superfood, right up there with spinach and raw ginger. Preach. How do you work cheese into your diet?
0: Well, Florence, I've been saying it for years. People just don't understand how important a good cheese is to healthy development and growth of young minds. The nice thing about cheese is that there is a kind for every occasion. Going to a baptism? Bring a few pounds of Havarti and pass it around during Mass. Spending the day at the lake? That's where an entire cheese platter comes in. Load up a tray, or better yet, a wakeboard, with cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss. Remember to bring Ritz crackers and summer sausage. Only once you have eaten the entirety of the cheese can you go wakeboarding. It provides good incentive. But what if you spend your days working? Ugh, what a terrible life. Since that's what I have to do to survive, and ironically, to afford cheese, I have invested in a wearable refrigerator. I load that baby up with smoked Gouda, smoked Munster, and for when I'm feeling really adventurous, garlic dill. Whenever my (laughs) cheese meter is low, I can just pop open the mini fridge that I carry on my stomach and enjoy a snack. I'm also a sucker for dessert, so I've taken to eating a pound of blueberry cheese lathered on angel food cake for my post-meal treat. The best part is that it's all healthy.
1: Isn't that the amazing thing about cheese? Like some people are like, That is a hundred percent pure fat. But then modern science is like, hey, that's really good for you and it's gonna make you lose twenty five pounds just by smelling it.
0: It's a hundred percent pure goodness and happiness. And when you're eating that much goodness, happiness and light, you you can't be unhealthy. It's just a fact. That's what science that's
1: does. So, so like Many of today's popular health foods, cheese has a very repulsive and almost grassy taste that quite frankly can be hard to choke down. I have to bury the flavor of the cheese under other, stronger, better flavors. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, I throw a handful of shredded cheddar into a smoothie with some chopped up strawberries, banana, and motor oil. Or other times, I'll coat it with breading and plop it in the deep fryer. There really is no other way to enjoy cheese. Unless you're eating it raw, then that's just a little gross.
0: Okay, beg to differ, first of all. Raw cheese is delicious. I ate like a cup of shredded cheddar before we recorded this. And uh, two cheese curds are incredible. If you haven't had cheese curds before, you need to. They're so good. And there's so many different kinds. I don't know what else to say to that. If you don't know where to get cheese curds, please contact me. I will fly to your house and I'll make you cheese curds.
1: Please reach out to us via the Twitter and we'll give you all our best cheese curd recommendations.
0: Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I have them. I have them. With me right now.
1: (laughs) Holds up handful of cheese curds. They're always with me. (laughs) Okay. Today the moon crashed into my apartment. There is nothing left except for chaos. That's a telltale sign that the podcast is coming to an end. I'm sorry. Today, a little bud crashed into my apartment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to what we had to say. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Paper News Out Loud for more great episodes. If you liked what you heard a lot, leave us a review on iTunes saying what you liked. Please include a picture of you at prom. I'm just interested in what you wore. If you're in love with what you heard,
0: carve a sculpture of Florence and Diane in cheese. Don't eat it. Let it mold until it grows large enough to be visible from space. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank the moon, excuse me, Lil Bud, for delivering cheese upon us all. I also want to thank Jake Harrison for allowing us to use his track titled 5 off of his album found on SoundCloud and Spotify. Thanks, Jake. You can find his music through the link by searching at this.
1: If you like art, then you know we like art. Please consider donating your art to our rotating segment named Community Art. You can submit um, short poems, visual art, photography, at us, through us, in thank us. At alternate reality productions at gmail.com, or just email us to say hi, or send us your favorite cheese recipe, what have you.
0: Um, you're probably thinking, what is this rotating segment that you speak of? I haven't heard this, and that's because we haven't done it for a while, because we need your community art folks.
1: Yeah, we've only had like three submissions. Step up. Be the fourth submission. You can do it.
0: Be the submissions you want to see in the world. Anyway, you can also tweet us at realityoutloud. Use the hashtag thinkweirderthoughts and then actually begin to think weirder thoughts. Share with your friends. We hope you learned a thing and made a laugh.
1: Oh, it's nice that we got together to do this again after five years. Yeah. Really happy to so do this reunion.
0: <laughs> I could really go for some cheese right now, though. Ugh. I mean, a. <laughs> <happy> cheese. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds really good. Like homemade or like bombs?
1: Homemade.
0: Cool. i over yeah.